I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Happy Monday. I hope your weekend treated you well. Today, we are catching up. So I'll share with you what's going on behind the scenes, as well as a preview into what to expect on the podcast this week. So grab yourself a coffee or a cup of tea, and let's hang out. So today, we're starting, of course, with today's Rosebud and Thorn. My rose today is that I've gotten really into going to Trader Joe's to pick up a quick lunch on the way to the office. This is particularly, okay, I've done it twice. I've done it twice, but I'm excited about it Um, because sometimes I just can't really pack a lunch or maybe we don't have the things that I would use to pack a lunch or I need to go to the grocery store. And I don't want to drive home to make something or I don't want to order takeout or go through a drive-thru or something. And I've realized that Trader Joe's is on my way into the office and I can just run in. They have these like pre-made salads and wraps and soups that I can just grab and put in the office fridge and have for lunch when I get there. I know it's a simple thing, but it is my rose. My thorn today is that I do feel like I dropped the ball on Valentine's Day this year. So, you know, Valentine's Day was last week, but I'm recording this on Valentine's Day. um, And I just didn't really communicate at all about what I wanted or needed and just kind of let it fall flat. Like we have dinner reservations, but I'm not really feeling it. Like I just, I don't know. I just feel a little off. Um, I love Valentine's Day normally. Like even when I'm single, I use that usually as like a time to love on my friends and like write people letters or give them like small little gifts. I've always really liked it, but for some reason this year, I'm just like not feeling it. Um, I do really value it, honestly. I know it's not like some people are like really anti-Valentine's Day. That's not me. Um... I want it to feel special. I just didn't think it through. I just didn't try and make it feel special. I don't know. I didn't even ask for Obi to try and make it feel special. I just forgot to think about it. And I'm like disappointed now, but it's like too late. You know what I mean? So that's my thorn. My bud is that I am doing some volunteer work this week and I'm really looking forward to just doing something that's not work related. And that is not like all about me or even my family, but just like doing something good, getting out of my own head, doing something for other people, um, putting the focus outward feels real nice. Um, It's very helpful for us self-referencing types to sometimes do something really intentionally outward focused. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, Okay, so what's going on behind the scenes over here? What am I working on this week? So this week I'm launching my new merch store. Um, I have a really, I'm excited about the merch. By the time this goes live, it should be live. I'll try to link it below if it is, but it should be connected to my Instagram. Fingers crossed if all goes well. There's a lot of technical stuff for me to figure out, but um, I'm excited. I'm just calling it kind of the stop and breathe line, which is for each type I picked a new thing to do. So stop breathe, um, release, stop, breathe, be here now, stop, breathe, be vulnerable or choose vulnerability. Um, so I chose like different phrasings for each type and I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be, um, I just, every time I make merch, 
I want it to feel purposeful. I want it to have like a significance or a reason why it exists. I don't want you to just buy things from me that say like have my logo on them and mean nothing other than like look at me. I really want them to have some sort of purpose and some sort of meaning to you and impact in your life. I want it to have a kind of a positive role. So the last line of merch that I did had kind of a missed message written over your heart. And this one is going to be just kind of that reminder to stop and breathe and reconnect. So really excited about that. Um, and then I also am finaling, finalizing some edits on the book from the publisher. And I just kind of need to figure out what I'm doing with my life post book writing and pre book launching. You know, I'm finishing up the writing of the book. I'll be launching the book in the fall. So what does my business look like right now in between those two things? Where do I want to go over the next few months? How do I want to generate income? Like, how is that going to look for me in terms of just like on a practical level? I don't really know as of right now when I need to figure it out. <laughs> so that's kind of what's up on for my plate this week. For In terms of personal life, uh, I'm really struggling, honestly, to feel like there's time for the things that I want to do. I've really never felt this way in my life. Like this is not a feeling I've felt a lot. I honestly usually kind of have this sensation that time is limitless and infinite. But as I've started to rest more, um, I've started to need more rest. And it makes me feel like the days are much shorter than I would like for them to be. Um, there are things that I would really like to prioritize that I struggle to make happen, like going for walks, making more things from scratch, generally just having a good time, like having fun. And if I'm honest, I think 2020 kind of broke the seven in me a little bit. Like I'm really struggling with the concept of fun right now. It used to be going out with friends for dinner and for drinks, going on random road trips, going out of the country by myself, you know, taking myself out for like luxurious date nights. But in 2020, I got really used to doing all of those things at home. And now they kind of just feel like a big waste of money. And road trips and travel like don't really feel that way as much for me, but I can just don't prioritize them like I used to. I think I need to sit down and write a like that sounds fun list with ideas for things that I would enjoy doing because if I'm honest I don't know if I know what those things are right now and that's something that's really important to me and I want to prioritize. Now let's talk about what I'm reading and I'm watching and what I'm learning this week. So I just finished The Witch Elm. It was so good. I I feel like I usually feel like I can predict what's going to happen in mystery books like this, but I was surprised by this one. It, it The ending caught me off guard, which was really fun. Um, I also started A Court of Silver Flames last night, which is the most recent book in the Akatar series by Sarah J. Mass. It's a bit odds because it kind of changed main characters in this one. Like the whole series was written from this one character's perspective and this whole book is from another's. And, um, so it's a little bit strange, but I'm going to roll with it. I'm, I'm going to kind of see how it goes and let you know how I feel next week. So far, it feels fine. Um, I'll, I don't know how I'll feel about it by the time we're here next week. 
what I am watching is we used to do this thing called Documentary Sundays where Obi and I would order breakfast in and we'd watch a documentary. Now, Obi works on the weekends now, so it's not really something we can do together, but I decided to start doing it by myself again because I really enjoyed it and found it really fun and relaxing, which is like a really solid sweet spot right now. So this weekend I did that. I ordered breakfast in and I watched The Tender Swindler and it was wild. It's about a supposed Israeli billionaire who was meeting women on Tinder and hijinks kind of followed from there. I won't tell you too much about it, but it was a good documentary. It was really fascinating. My small joy from this week is probably a meal that we shared with friends. We had some friends over to our house this weekend for dinner and Obi made these like jerk nachos from a restaurant he used to work at when we first met. We haven't had them in years and they were so good. And our friend Alex brought over these pimento peppers filled with goat cheese that were also so good. They blew my mind. Um, and for drinks, we made mezcal mules and then we mixed um, gin with lavender lemonade. It was just all so yummy and just one of those meals that had a lot of fun flavors, a lot of interesting things. And I'll think about it throughout the week, I'm sure. Now, what I'm learning this week. So earlier this week, I heard a therapist talk about parenting and how so often we fear setting boundaries because we worry that our kids won't love us anymore or they won't want a relationship with us. And so we lower our expectations and standards just to try to keep them close. But he, what he was talking about was like, you'll be surprised at how much kids love their parents. He was like, I'm in session all day with children and adult children who are trying desperately to stay in relationship to parents who've done awful things. And this reminded me that kind of all that we really want from our parents most of the time, right? There are limits to this, is a true apology and changed behavior, right? It's like an acknowledgement that it wasn't our fault, the things that happened to us, that they recognize the pain that they've caused, and then a commitment to not doing the same things over again. I'm really learning that that's my main goal in parenting and in partnership too, honestly, to just be upfront about what I could do better while also doing my best to not repeat those mistakes. Everything else I can kind of do my best, right? Like I can focus on doing what I think is right in the moment with the realization that of course I won't be perfect at this and I will sometimes do the wrong thing or hurt someone's feelings or be too strict about something, but I can always soften, apologize on my part and be better next time, which I think is all we can really ask of the people in our lives. So that's what I'm learning. And and let's talk about what's coming up this week in terms of content. So on the podcast this week, we are discussing love of friendship tomorrow. Wednesday, I'll be answering your questions on growth as a social nine. Um, Can you be a seven if you're not hyper and kind of flighty? How our past impacts our present in terms of the Enneagram and so much more. Thursday, we're giving unsolicited advice to the relationist types, and Friday is an interview with Tracy Crosley on attachment styles. Also, a friendly reminder that if you enjoy these behind-the-scenes episodes and aren't subscribed to the YouTube channel, you probably would be interested in that. I publish a vlog every single Wednesday. I'll link the channel for you in the show notes. As always, it's an absolute joy to create this content for you, and I will see you tomorrow for the next episode.